Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on the first petition of the Lord's Prayer and looking in the Old Testament and how it applies to our discussion today. Welcome to the Being Lutheran podcast. I am Pastor Bleeble Brett Bow. Bleeble Blah Blow. Bleeble Blah Blow. Yeah, and I'm Pastor Jason Goodham. And I'm your friend again, yes. Pastor Brian Ricky. <laughs> well, he didn't even address us this time. I've, I've earned my way back. No, just kidding. Yes. Jacob's Ladder. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Brett has accepted the brutal oh. reality that he stuck with us and yes. consigned himself yes. to the outcome. Or he's just finally realized co- what covenant love really is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is good. You guys are great. We've gotten so much mileage out of this bit. Yeah, to start. right. <laughs> yes. We need to find more bits for part of yeah. part of comedy is just beating a dead horse. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or knowing when to beat the dead horse. Yes. Uh, All right. Well, today let's get right into our, yeah. our topic before us. We've been talking about uh, God's name being hallowed among us, and so we're going to look at first today in this episode, um, looking at Old Testament passage dealing with God's uh, name. God's name very and specifically. Then, yep. Very very specific. And then next episode, we'll look at a New Testament passage. So Correct. that's where we're going today. And so we're going to be in Exodus 3. And so I'm going to read this for us, and then we'll discuss and talk about it. So Exodus 3, 13 through 15, and I read in Jesus' name. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. Amen. Amen Amen. and amen. Yes. Yes. This is God's name. It's, I got to get this out of my system because it's something I've thought since confirmation. <laughs> How much teeth does this passage lose if Moses said, I need to know what your name is so I can tell the people of Israel if God goes, Fred? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that, that's the whole point. But I, I think it, it does illustrate mm-hmm. the reality of what's going on here. And we touched on it the last episode mm-hmm. that in Scripture, and especially the Old Testament, but Greek culture had it too, Names meant something. It was right. significant. They were either describing your character, mm-hmm. uh, as with Jacob, or they were describing the circumstances of your birth, as with Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he who grasps the heel yep. also means deceiver. Moses uh, means one who is drawn out of the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah, I just looked at this. I can't remember. It has something to do know with this. God's love. Yeah, yeah right. my <laughs> oldest son is Noah. Uh, But all of those names have a significance. Adam Mm -hmm. literally means man. Mm -hmm. Um, I know my name, Jason, uh, Greek name, means healer. Hmm. Uh, That's the name. You know what Brett means? As far as I can tell... Uh, every I don't know if this is just for the plaques that you were talking yeah. about earlier, but the the thing that comes to mind is loyal. I think loyal, is, yeah. But I think it has something to do with being like from Great Britain as well. So whatever, you're, you're a Brit. It's yeah. an English. 
I probably have you don't a even have a good accent, man. That's no, what, you no. know, this podcast would be way more interesting if all of us had <laughs> either British if or Irish British. accents. <clears throat> People love that sort of thing. Yeah, my That's wife a gimmick loves the, we're the shows, out. British yeah. shows. Yeah, instantly more interesting. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, Ravi Zacharias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think part of his success, <laughs> part of his success, I'm convinced, is that just pristine British Indian accent yes. he has. I could listen to him read a vacuum cleaner repair manual. Right. But it has nothing to do in. with his brilliance, does it? Well, I just said part. <laughs> Come on. I just said part. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. Yeah, boy, we just went way off. So Brian, Brian means brain? Because I'm pre- pretty sure. No, it's, it's Irish, and I believe it means faithful. Faithful. Oh. But I'm not 100% sure on that, but it's weird that a German is named with a Irish name. So there yeah, we go. So. It goes back to we just name our kids whatever, right? Yeah. Probably. Right. We tried for the most part for all of our kids to have significant, meaningful names to us. Mm-hmm. And then with the last one, we couldn't pick a name. So we just picked a biblical name we didn't hate. <laughs> 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 but we love Simon to death. Yeah. We do love him. But yeah, it's it, it just shows kind of the culture He's going to listen to this. Someday. Yeah, yeah, someday. Someday he'll hate me for it. And all the other scars of being my son will <laughs> come up. Yeah. But... You know, what's so interesting to get back to the seriousness of the matter right. here is that the fundamental thing God has revealed to us about himself in his name is that he exists. Mm-hmm. It's the core of his name. Right. Uh, you get that from this, you know, I am who I am, or the alternate translation is I will be what I will be. Mm-hmm. You also get it from Genesis 1-1, God's introduction to us in the scripture, the, the, the two things we know about God from the get-go is that he is and that he acts, mm-hmm. that he, he's a God of action. Right. And, and that the whole scriptures are based upon that truth. And, and you think about it, our redemption, our salvation from those true tu- truths makes perfect sense. That God is there mm-hmm. to save us and that he does save. He's a God mm-hmm. who delivers. Which is so ironic because uh, so many people doubt God's exist- no. even existence. They, they doubt God's existence or they doubt his activity. Mm-hmm. If, if you, you know, you have, I, I think the new terminology is that spiritual but not religious. You have an idea that God's out there, but he did his thing and he's letting us figure it all out. And it's a, it's a denial of God's character in his name. He exists yeah. and he acts. It's God is not, you know, flowing white robe, white beard, kind of a bald spot on top, but long hair, rocking on his cabin somewhere, you know, he's doing his thing. That's, you know, I I think people think of God the same way of they think of what Santa Claus does when it's not Christmas season, Mm. you know, he just hangs out. And I mean, really that's the good gig. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the Christian foundation of, of what this country was built on was deism. Yeah. The idea that God exists and then he's leaving it to humans to sort it out. Yeah. yeah. Jefferson, especially Mm -hmm. John Adams was there and a couple of others. I'm not an expert on the religiosity of the founding fathers of America, but I know that deism played a strong role in it and it's a denial of God's character. It's a denial of who he's revealed himself to be. And that's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we do well to remember his majesty and his sovereignty that we can't put God in a box, that mm-hmm. he's transcendent. We talked about last episode that he's wholly other, mm-hmm. that he's set apart. But at the same time, we are commanded 
by Scripture to confess who God has revealed himself to be. That's who he is for us. And so, you know, when, when God gives us his name, mm-hmm. Yahweh, or the, the Latinization that I think our parents' generation grew up mm-hmm. with in Jehovah, Jehovah, yep. um, that's who God's revealed himself to be. That's where we turn our eyes of faith to in prayer. God is and God acts. Hmm. And that's how he wants to be remembered uh, as Exodus says, that's, you know, I mean, I just read, I use um, Treasury of Daily Prayer for my daily devotions. Oh, sure. And uh, I use the app, mm-hmm. the Pray Now app, mostly because I don't want to carry around an 800-page full-size book with me everywhere I go. The app, today's reading was the end, the Old Testament reading was the Song of Moses in Exodus 15 and the Song of Miriam, you know, I will sing unto the Lord for he has that one. Uh, And then immediately uh, the Israelites doubt God, Hmm. they grumble. And, And it's so stunning to me, the commentary on human nature, the progression of Exodus 15 to 16 is. And, and it's really was set up by God himself with this Exodus 3 narrative is Moses in the issue with the burning bush, which is where we're at mm-hmm. in Exodus yeah, in this context. 3, doesn't want to do his thing because of who he is, not who God is. So what does God appeal to? Appeals to his identity. You know, mm-hmm. you, you read through Exodus 3 over and over again, God's, Moses like, send someone else. And God says, no, but I will be with you. Yeah over and over and over again. And then you get to after the plagues and after the Exodus and after the Red Sea. And you have the Israelites who have just literally seen the most powerful works of God that any human will ever see until the cross. Mm -hmm. They've seen it all and they doubt whether God can do it. Hmm. You know, that's an interesting bookend to me when you have that. Moses' unwillingness to follow God based on his identity and God's answer to that is, this is who I am. The Israelites' refusal to listen to God because of God's identity, mm-hmm. even though he just shown them all of that. And I, aren't those our, our two greatest struggles? Sin of pride. Yeah, right. And the sin of, of doubt, of faithlessness, of idolatry, mm-hmm. is worshiping a God that that's not the God who he's revealed himself to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he is revealing... I, I like how you have said this of who he is, what he's done, his his existence and his actions. And I don't know if this is blasphemous, but I, I think it'd be kind of neat if, if we all had names that were like a verb. You know, what would that yeah. look like? Or almost like the artist formerly known as whatever, or you know, how people have funny sounding names. But Well, and it's so interesting with that is the most significant names in the Bible are verbs of what God is doing, yeah. what God has done. Yep. You know, any time in the Old Testament, a name has the L sound, mm-hmm. like Samuel, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Elijah, that L, that's mm-hmm. pointing us to God. L is the Hebrew word for God. Mm-hmm. And any time you have a Yah sound. God saves. God. Uh, yeah, yeah, Isaiah, yeah. Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. That's the first part of God's name, the, the Yahweh. I think Brian, you got you have you guys have some of those types of names in your yeah. Zechariah, yeah. Samuel, mm-hmm. and uh, Elijah, mm-hmm. which is Elijah's correct pronunciation, <laughs> <laughs> and then Andrew, which is you know a Greek, yeah. Greek name. So it means strength. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I have a cousin named Andrew. That's how I know that. Oh, good. I'm not just smart. 
Well, also he, lucky. Ho- hopefully. <laughs> I no. think you're smart. Well, yeah. thanks. But yeah, it's, but you know, I think we, that's a good case to have biblical names. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, a lot of the last names we have are based off of what people were doing. Mm-hmm. Carpenter, mm-hmm. you know, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the fuller? That's the person who makes yeah, soap. soap. Yeah. yeah. So that sort of thing. So it, it's there, but, but it's remarkable that, this is God's self-revelation to us. Mm-hmm. God said, I'm all these things. I'm, I'm, I'm limitless. We, we can't even yeah. comprehend the scope of who God is. So what God wants us to know about him is that he exists and then that he acts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it's both a marvelous, wonderful, awe-inspiring thing, but it also makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it makes perfect sense in God's economy of salvation, mm-hmm. especially as we're talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, so God says I I am who I am. I I, I love even just saying that is is, is awesome. Power in it, yeah. There's power, yep. And 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 the thing is not uh, just cuz I have maybe Charlton Heston's voice in my <laughs> in my head <laughs> hearing that. As you should. Right. <laughs> no, but it's you know, it I've heard a couple teachers this is an original with me by any respect, but it's that the Jews in mm-hmm. refusing to say God's yeah. name, we're actually breaking the second commandment because God's <laughs> name was given to us for our benefit, you mm-hmm. know, and so not to be so revered in the sense, or in their minds, revered that it's not even touch said. It, yeah, but it's you know, again, it's the second commandment tying in with the first petition. Mm-hmm. God has commanded us to keep His name holy, and then yep. He's showing us what it means to keep His name holy. It's to call on it in every time of need. Mm-hmm. We have a God who is there which is why we call on right. it. We have a God who acts, which right. is why we call on it. And the people here in Exodus 3, you know, Moses is concerned about, well, what should I tell him? You know, what's your name? And that message would come through loud and clear to people that were in bondage that oh. needed God in his, who he is in his name and his actions of del- delivering them. Mm-hmm. And it's, Part of this too, and I don't mean to be an abrupt change of subject, I just can't get it out of my brain right now, this is going back to my apologetics training, uh, is this is what the, the, the two aspects of God's identity and his name are what sets him apart from all the other gods. And this comes from, I used to work for a parachurch apologetics ministry called Faith Search mm-hmm. International. Dr. Don Byerly wrote a book, uh, Surprised by Faith. And, and part of what he does is he talks about if you were to invent a God, what would you need God to be? And so mm. we do this exercise where <laughs> I'm on where you say, what are qualities you want to see in God? And it always sorts itself out into two qualities is that God needs to be both personal and he needs to be infinite. Okay. And you look at it, you, if, if you apply that quality to any religion, you, you, you eliminate almost all the world religions. You have Eastern religions, Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, things like that. You have infinite gods that aren't personal. Right, it's just personal. some force. Mm-hmm. And we remind it, God is. He is there. Right? With the force of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, you, you, God is an idea. It's an abstraction. Uh, with the Western gods, with mythologies, mm-hmm. 
uh, gods, the gods are very personal, mm-hmm. but they are not, not, infinite. not infinite. They have more problems than the people do, which is why I'm a lover of mythology because it's just good comedy. Mm-hmm. When you read through, I mean, especially Norwegian mythology, my goodness. Uh, but Greek mythology, Roman mythology intertwined with that, you know, any of the other mythologies, God's not infinite, you know, uh, and you see God's power to act. You see both those tied up and what you're left with apologetically in the defense of the faith, there are three world religions that lay claim to a God that is both infinite and personal. Mm -hmm. And you have Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Islam. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then where you go with that, and this is why it all ties back to prayer. It does have a point other than me just talking about apologetics, which I love to do anyway, is that the fundamental claims of the Jews and the Muslims Mm -hmm. are that God spoke to someone else and he relayed those teachings to the people. And we'll get to the validity of Old Testament Judaism versus Islam. But when you come down to it, it's God spoke to Muhammad and Muhammad taught the principles of Islam. God Mm -hmm. spoke to Moses, which is recorded in the Old Testament scriptures and Moses taught the people. The difference for Christianity is that the God who is and the God who acts enters into human history mm-hmm. as the person of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And then we can work backwards yeah. and say, Jesus upholds the Old Testament with what was revealed to Moses in the scriptures. So we don't set, you know, we put Judaism in its proper perspective. Mm-hmm. But it, it goes back to God's identity here to Moses, mm-hmm. is God is setting himself up as holy in simply revealing his name. Yeah. Is that he is and he acts. He's a powerful, infinite, personal God that is completely unique from any of the other gods we're going to meet in scripture, right. any of the other gods that are, are are drummed up in history. And it's a good reason to look to the scriptures and to turn to God. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to think even of the name of Jesus, what mm-hmm. that means too. God saves. Yeah, piggybacking off of the I am who I am, yeah, God saves. Yeah, well, and it's it's so interesting. Brian's son Elijah is the proper pronunciation for Elijah. Jesus' name's Joshua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Yeshua. what Jesus. Yeshua. Yeah, Yeshua. It's same as Joshua. It's just that Greek didn't have the letters necessary. <laughs> well, to Greek was that. different. It was yeah. more so when it became Germanized. You know, even with Jehovah, it was a. Uh, that moved from Latin into German, and in German there was no. there were no Y's, you know, mm-hmm. and they just replaced it with J's, and so that's kind of where we get honestly the whole yeah. Jehovah thing. And Elijah was kind of the same thing when it became, in a sense, Germanized. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm oh. using kind of a weird name for that, but that's kind of where that came from because you know Hebrews only Y's. There's no J's mm-hmm. at all, yeah, in that. and so it was Yeshua, and it should be Yeshua, yeah. and then you Yeshua get Jesus from yeah. that. But it's yeah, exactly. God saves in the fun. Mm-hmm. Fundamental thing we know about Jesus yeah. from his names, God saves, mm-hmm. God is with us, yeah. Emmanuel. Amen. That yeah. boy, that, and uh, that ties in with uh, the Old Testament deliverance in mm-hmm. Exodus. Yeah. You know, tying in with the greatest deliverance in the New Testament with Jesus Christ, the greatest and the empty deliverance tomb. in all of scripture. That's right. And, and you have that connection too, then of Jesus leading his people into the promised land by dying mm-hmm. on the cross for us. Since Jesus is the greater Joshua as mm-hmm. Hebrews explains to us. And so you have the power of the name. We get to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you have the power of the name and, and suddenly, uh, hallowed be thy name mm-hmm. is so much more than the first thing we say in the Lord's prayer. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's, there's a lot wrapped up in God's name. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly valuable right. for a Christian. Right. And, and you know, for the, the garden variety Christian, not that that's a bad thing, but... Uh, <laughs> organically grown. Organically grown. Non-GMO. Uh, right. <laughs> what was I going to say now? <laughs> For the garden no. variety Christian. Yeah, the garden variety Christian. They, when they're saying the Lord's Prayer, when they're um, confessing the creed and so on, maybe they don't really take the time to think through yeah. on a level like this, but to... That's what we hope that this podcast can be, is that a further thinking through of of infusing with the, that richness and the, the goodness that's chock, that it is chock full of, and almost discovering those presents that we have in, in what we say and what we confess, what we, what we pray. And this, this, all the petitions of the Lord's Prayer, and especially this one maybe, has the function of serving as both an opportunity for self-examination, have I been keeping God's holy, mm-hmm. and for comfort, because God's name is holy for yeah. me. God is, and he acts. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord he did. Yeah, Amen. that's right. Yeah. That's why we yep. get sinners. Yes. You were yep. quiet this episode, yeah. Brian. Just listening to some great talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. And um, it's amazing the power of a name. Mm-hmm. And especially the name of Jesus and the name of God, yeah, right. uh, who is Jesus. And it's just, it's remarkable. And uh, how many different aspects of of Hebrew names try to describe the indescribable. And I just think that's a very profound mm-hmm. thing. Um, but thanks be to God who is worthy and holy. Yeah. And who has amen. revealed himself as such to yeah. us. Yeah, Amen. Yes. Well, I do have a verse, if that's okay with y'all. Yes, good. Uh, in Revelation chapter 4, I'd like to read verse 8 and 11. And there are four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within, and day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next week as Pastor Jason, Pastor Brett, and myself conclude our discussion on the first petition of the Lord's Prayer. God bless you and have a great week.